0: Hello my lovely ones and welcome to Mumming with Magli, the podcast for any mum who has absolutely no idea what the fuck she's doing. I'm Magli, your host, and I can confirm I have no idea what I'm doing. Join me every week as I try and tackle this parenting business, the ups and downs, and the many trials and tribulations. Other moms will also join us and share their story. Let's open up the conversation around the hardships of motherhood and all the pressure that comes with it. Hopefully, it'll make us all feel less alone in feeling lost and completely winging it. I know I am. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Magli here, and two weeks in a row. George. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to go, hi guys. I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say my name.
0: <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> well, George is here. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You okay?
1: Very well, thank you, yes.
0: We have just put Isla to bed, and by we, I mean me.
1: <laughs> it's a team effort. What did you do? I made the bottle, changed to nappy, kissed a good night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smiling. By the way, the silence probably comes across like I'm being serious, but I am smiling. It was mainly Magali.
0: Yeah. To be fair, it's difficult because I get. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I get frustrated. That it is me that does bedtime much more often than you do. But also, it's so hard because she settles so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because before we started the, the recording, George and I are in our bedroom and before we started the recording, I said to George, don't do this, don't do that, because like we're on the bed and you can probably like hear ruffling if we start to move around on the bed. And I was moving and George is mouthing at me going, don't move, don't move. <laughs> All have that premium sound quality. Yeah, thank you. Um, she does settle better with me. Yeah, absolutely, w- yeah. Which is why I do bedtime more often. I... Googled tonight because okay, so Isla humps a lot, doesn't she? Uh,
1: yeah, but one teddy in particular,
0: the teddy that we call Big Bear, which ironically isn't even the biggest bear that we have in the house. Well, he's the
1: biggest bear,
0: (laughs) you're right, the other one is a dog, correct anyway and she does hump him a lot and so the other day I googled is humping normal in toddlers because like I'm sure it is but also I think because we're so (laughs) you it's
1: just a bit strange to see
0: and I think because we're so used to humping being so sexualized it just feels it does feel a bit strange to watch your toddler humping a bear for like not a short amount of time (laughs) Anyway, so I googled it the other day, it is normal, it's really soothing, blah blah blah, as long as, you know, they don't start humping all day long. If it's around nap time, bedtime, where they're tired or perhaps they're a little bit frustrated, then it's... So it's
1: a soothing thing.
0: It's a soothing thing. If they start to hump, (laughs) the website said... And the website obviously knows everything. If they start to hump other children. <laughs> oh my God. That's I was we... not expecting you <laughs> to say that. That's when we should worry. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, however, I, I don't know if this is like right or wrong that I Googled this. There is no right or wrong in parenting. But this evening, putting Isla to bed after she fell asleep, she was humping the bear. Big bear's in her bedroom. She was humping him for so long, the whole time I was up there, the whole time, bar a couple of minutes before she found him, you know. (laughs) Um, Come here, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And out of curiosity, I googled, can you have an orgasm at any age? Fun fact, boys can't, girls can. Wow. And... It was really interesting. Apparently, also, it's a tiny percentage, but 0.3% of women orgasm during childbirth. Wow.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, you've got a bit of girth coming out of you.
0: Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised, but also, ouch. Like...
1: Yeah.
0: But it has... More to do with
1: <laughs> just I'm um, thinking about these statistics. Sorry to butt in. Yeah, but how many hundreds or thousands of people must they have given this questionnaire to to find out exactly 0.3% of women orgasm during sex? What a strange like survey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. would you You've just given birth. Would you mind filling out this survey for us, please?
0: <laughs> but they must. See it, uh, I so know. I don't know if they ask. You don't think a midwife can tell? I'm gonna ask. I do have got a
1: lot going on down there to worry about what your face is like.
0: I guess, but
1: and also, how do they know that very small you, girls do, can orgasm? Who tested that? <laughs> you um, want to watch your uh, search history?
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, oh my god! Stop! Stop! Um. No. <laughs> no. I feel like I can't go back onto the website because we're recording on my phone and I was looking at it on my phone. But it has less to do with I'm going to dig myself a hole no matter where I go. So I'm going to (laughs) stop.
1: Yeah, yeah you you guys can google it uh, and you know just hope that the CIA
0: the website stop <laughs> the website is called she knows by the way okay yeah she knows and another strange statistic I found fun fact fun fact 35 to 50 percent of women orgasm during breastfeeding <laughs> what nipple simulation Wow yeah nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Thought, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I don't so know. Like
1: one in, at least one in three women whilst whilst
0: breastfeeding are going to have an organ from it. Yeah. Guys, I'd like to hear from you. By guys, I mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Are you a mum? Do you breastfeed? Have you ever breastfed? Has anyone experienced, maybe not maybe a full-on orgasm, maybe a small orgasm? Like you little know twinge. Yeah. Little twinge. <laughs> Is that what happens to you? <laughs> um, or you know, like the pre orgasm? Do you know what I mean? Like, like the, the build up. Almost the build up? I'd be really interested to know. Have you given birth? <laughs> have you orgasmed?
1: Do your toes curl?
0: <laughs> in which case surely the midwife must realize <laughs> yes because <laughs> she's down there well this
1: is a question for uh midwife hannah so we'll ask
0: we will ask her and yeah. i will let you guys know um okay so this this is actually off topic today we are here to talk about our birth story yeah. george because Ayla is born on the twenty-first of September, which this year turns out to be a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And the podcast comes out on the Tuesday. So I thought we'd record. I was gonna say my birth story, but our birth story. You're welcome. A bit more mine than yours, but well,
1: yeah, you've done sort of the majority <laughs> of the work, really. I was just more of us, you know, on standing by really. Yeah,
0: but we haven't really spoken about it. So here we are. <laughs> Um, I don't know where to start.
1: Well, it all started uh, one night in a hotel room in Dubai.
0: It did all start one night in a hotel room in Dubai.
1: Nine-ish months later.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I'm going to start with one question, George. Firstly, I was... How far along was I when I gave birth? 41-2. Is that right? 41
1: weeks and two days. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah,
0: that's right. Because I was due on the Sunday and then I gave birth, not the next Sunday, but the Tuesday after the next Sunday. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I was forty-one two days overdue. Did you at any point start to think, I was against induction. Did you at any point think to yourself or Magli is starting to not push her luck but
1: uh no I sort of followed your lead on that because I think that you know your body and things better than well certainly I do um but there was part of me thinking well it is creeping up to being like quite severely overdue you know whether that term is right or or not um and that maybe in a very near future short term we're going to have to decide on something else but I thought that's you know it's completely up to you because it's it's you that's going through all of it and I'll just try and be as supportive as I can through that.
0: Yeah to be fair I am grateful I really feel like you were really supportive. Thank you. Um, I did not want to be induced I did not I didn't even want a stretch and sweep because they offer you a stretch and sweep at 40 yeah. weeks and the irony that I I, I actually just said this to John before we started the podcast or the recording is that at 37 weeks you're technically full term and I remember 37 weeks arriving and me being like Oh my God, baby could come anytime now. <laughs> and yet, four weeks later, yeah. we were still waiting. But I am grateful. I feel like, yeah, I never felt pressure. I think I felt pressure, if anything, from like
1: the midwives, the NHS, medicine.
0: Yeah. yeah that say, you know, oh, you shouldn't wait too long. The placenta starts to not work properly, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. I think you hear it all the time though, of people um, giving birth like way past their their due date
0: yeah my opinion is that it's difficult because my opinion is that the body knows but also I remember my mum saying this nature can be cruel
1: you certainly can and
0: And sometimes you just don't know shit fucking happens and yeah so at 40 weeks they offered me a stretch and sweep I said no I honestly was like I don't want anything but I did start to not feel anxious but start to think okay what can I do myself to try and hurry not hurry things along, but encourage things along, so to speak. I went and got acupuncture, didn't I? They do this thing like moxibustion, which is you have a a pressure point connected, or an acupuncture point, I should say, in your little toe, which is connected to the uterus, and then you burn... (laughs) <laughs> George is laughing because this is not at all his vibe <laughs> no but if you like if you feel it or you believe in
1: it I'm all for it yeah
0: hundred you know? percent I do and it's meant to stimulate the uterus and the baby to move and stuff anyway all I'm saying is three days later I had a baby
1: yeah very true
0: I did also have a stretch and sweep in the end though
1: well there is also that <laughs>
0: Because, so, 41 weeks, it was a Sunday, Hannah, Georgia's sister, midwife, she came and just did the weekly check that they do. Yeah. And was it the heartbeat was too slow or too fast or she struggled to find it?
1: Um, She initially struggled to find it. I remember we spent quite a long time and you were in a couple of different positions with her trying to find it. Um. I think she felt like she could get something, but it wasn't like a super clear uh, heartbeat.
0: And I think that scared her because she was like, Natalie, we don't know how long it's been like this. You've not been checked for a week. Mm -hmm. So she sent us as an emergency to Southend Hospital, didn't she? She was like, get your stuff. We got the baby bag. We got everything. And I remember asking her, walking down the stairs, being like, what does this mean? You Mm -hmm. know? And she basically said that we should potentially prepare ourselves for an emergency c-section yeah
1: prepare for well the worst if you want to call yeah, it the yeah. worst but yeah we were um that shook you up well shook me up a little bit as well it's like potentially imminent and it's not what we thought it's not yeah. what we sort of planned or had in our minds and then we had a what a 45 minute drive down to the hospital
0: i remember calling my mom
1: yeah and we were in the car and i could just see your whole mood and like body and everything change where you like you just were a bit scared i think and well i was too really yeah it's yeah. just, we tried to talk it through level-headed, like, well, if we go there and there's a problem, then we do this, and that's okay, and it's not a problem, we just, you know... But it's inside, you're like, for... oh, my God. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> without, like, saying it out loud, because you don't want to be like, are you shitting yourself? I'm shitting are you shitting yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm shitting myself. Yeah, I'm shitting myself. Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> it's so true. But, like, a part of me did feel level-headed, to be fair, but a part of me was also, just yeah. like you say... I think in the nicest way possible, no man will ever be able to relate to this, that when you think that there might be an issue with your baby, the baby that you're carrying, in my head, I literally, there was one mom, moment I thought, just cut me open.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't care. Yeah. Make sure baby's okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway, needless to say, they found the heartbeat. Everything was fine. I was monitored for a few hours. Yeah. Everything was fine. We got set home, which felt like such an anti-climax.
1: Yeah, mega. Yeah. Almost like, <laughs> oh, well, that, that was pointless and boring yeah. It? To be fair, sitting in the hospital just listening to her heartbeat for I think we were like two or three hours. It was yeah. like ages. Yeah. It was so boring. Yeah, 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 They found it and then that was it and I was just, oh we'll just keep monitoring it. They piss off. <laughs> Can you know, deal with some other people. That's fine. <laughs> They've got a job to do. And we just sat there. It's like, well, this is boring, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What an anticlimax, but good.
0: Like a good anticlimax, but also <laughs> we got sent home and I was like, oh. Yeah,
1: yeah. I kind
0: of just, I thought next time I came home, I'd have a baby. Yeah. And then.
1: That's what we prepared ourselves for. Exactly. And, and the, on the journey down. See, so we've done well.
0: Exactly. So that happened on a Sunday. Yeah. And then Hannah had said to me at 40 weeks. Do you want stretch and sweep? I'd said no. And when this heartbeat thing happened on the Sunday, that was at 41 weeks. And that's when I was like, you know what? Fine. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've had my little scare. I'm ready to. I don't want to be induced. Although technically it is a form of induction, but it's just not medicalized. Let stretch and sweep me. Yeah. Um, well, it's better to
1: go for like uh like the level one. Yeah. Induction yeah, style yeah. thing instead of you know <laughs> saying no, I don't want that. Get into late forty two weeks. Um, and then them having to like yeah, properly yeah, yeah, induce yeah, yeah. go to like level three. Exactly. You, you know, you start off on the on the early stage. You see what happens, and hopefully the best from there. Really.
0: And so Hannah. I was like, she'd come to the hospital with us or she Knife. hadn't. Oh, we spoke to her on the phone.
1: We spoke to her on the phone, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, and are you sure? I'm pretty sure she met us at the hospital. Yeah, she met us at the hospital because I remember oh, chatting she to did. her. Yeah. yeah, bless her heart. I said, okay, fine. I'm ready for a stretch and sweep. But it had been a lot on the day, on that day. Come back tomorrow, stretch and sweep me. So tomorrow would have been the Monday. Lovely. So Monday came. She came over in the evening after you got home from work. I'm not going to lie. I've heard awful things about the stretch and sweep as if it's the most painful thing in the world. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, I'm looking, <laughs> sorry. I'm looking at you as if you're going to agree with me. am <laughs>
1: not going to lie. I'm completely clueless on the whole thing. Um,
0: personally.
1: could thing, maybe personally. Yeah.
0: I really didn't think it was that bad. Although, to be fair, when Hannah did it, she said that my cervix was already quite ripe, which I know sounds like an awful word for a cervix, but she said I had a really good cervix. <laughs> Might add that to my CV.
1: What a compliment! (laughs) Hello, ladies.
0: (laughs) If ever me and you aren't together, I might use that as a chat (laughs) up.
1: Is that in your Tinder bio?
0: Good cervix. Great cervix
1: 2021.
0: (laughs) So Hannah does her thing. And then I remember, oh, it was Joe actually who had said to me when I told her that Hannah was coming over to do the stretch and sweep. She was like, okay, afterwards, have a good dinner, like, you know, or before or whenever. Make sure you feed yourself because they can really push things along. Why are you laughing? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so Hannah left. We had dinner, and then we, you know, chilled, went to bed. Mm -hmm. Did I throw up before I started contracting? No. No. So then I think around midnight or something like that I started to feel things yeah and I remember saying to you George something's happening and you were like okay I'll text Hannah and I was like fuck off text Hannah she's not getting that till the morning ring her just for the
1: story's sake when Hannah left after performing the stretching sweep she was like anything happens call me Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm available like I have my phone on loud next to my bed just you know get in contact with me I'll be over straight away
0: because she knew she knew because she said to us afterwards didn't she that because I was already ripe so to speak it really sounds weird saying that about your cervix but because I was ripe she really got in yeah, there and yeah. did a good stretch and sweep
1: yeah so there I am well Magalie's I'm feeling something alright okay here we go she's good I'll just text Hannah there's no rush it's oh, the you're ba-
0: so laid back it's annoying
1: well, I, the baby's not going to come right now so what's the point in you know causing a bit of a scene I thought I'll text
0: causing her. a scene oh <laughs>
1: Fuck off. I'm not one to, uh, I'm not one to... Uh, <laughs>
0: Causing a scene. I'm going to slap you. Causing a scene. Get out. <laughs>
1: no, I, I, I don't like to disturb people, you know, just I'm quite laid back and easy going. Don't it's get
0: like, me pregnant. I'm disturbed. I mean, Maggie's like, call her. I'm just like, I'll
1: just send a text. Just, I'm sure it'll, she'll get it. And she'll wake up with the ding of the text and then Fuck we'll off. go from there. She's like, call her. So anyway, I called her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we compromised and I called her (laughs) yeah I was just gonna say that I wanted to call you wanted to text so we compromised and we called yeah (laughs) I remember I don't know correct me if I'm wrong I feel like it's all a bit of a blur to me if I'm honest um which makes me feel a little bit sad because don't get me wrong it was painful and manic and stressful at times but personally I hold the experience close to my heart as a special experience in Mm -hmm. a positive way so then I was ill because the adrenaline I guess that was before Hannah got there.
1: Yeah, yeah, you were yeah, very ill. You went downhill quite rapidly, really. Yeah.
0: I think it was just the hormones and the stress, the adrenaline, everything just happening and I just yeah.
1: Yeah, not good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no. And then what happened? Hannah, or came. Hannah came. I asked you to put me in the tub. Uh, Hannah, I was in the bath, I remember, I needed to relax. I was struggling to breathe and I remember actually at one point you being like "Maggie, breathe and I was like fuck off.
1: <laughs> trying to be, you know, encourage words of uh, encouragement.
0: I think for me, I started to panic.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. I would too in that
0: situation. I really remember feeling panicked. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I, like, I actually have to give birth now. Yeah. You know, you kind of, you put...
1: Well, it's natural, isn't it? And you, but it's natural, but you don't know what you're doing. You've got no like choice. And
0: also, it always feels so far away. Yeah. Nine months pregnant. Oh, and then you're pregnant for so long, and you're like, oh, I just want to give birth. You look forward to it. It's almost as if you put this day on a pedestal. And then, don't get me wrong, for me, it's still very high up on that pedestal, and I'm grateful for that. I'm very lucky. But also, when it's finally here, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like. <laughs> pure panic yeah. and I remember being scared and being like I don't know what to do and I was weak my legs were so weak I remember struggling to hold myself up yeah I think that's why I asked to go in the tub was I okay in the tub uh, I was quite calm in the yeah, tub I think, I I think, we I think that's why I managed tub, yeah. to get my breathing under uh-huh. control And when Hannah arrived...
1: Well, the water gives you a bit of buoyancy, takes your weight off you, doesn't it? And just makes you, you know, warmth of the water just calms
0: you down. Yeah. So that was good. And then we went on like that for a few hours in and out of the tub, you know? Yeah. And I remember trying to get some sleep because I hadn't slept, right? We'd started... Well, maybe I'd slept for an hour, which is nothing. So not only had I not slept, but... I hadn't eaten because I'd thrown everything up. I felt so weak. And I remember being so tired, but also, like, you're contracting, so you can't really sleep properly. But I actually think I did manage to get some sleep in between yeah, contractions.
1: Well, we uh, we dozed off initially, um, and you woke up and, and sort of said, George, like... You came to, and we weren't in a deep sleep and said that something's happening. So we Mm -hmm. had a tiny little bit of sleep there. And I don't know if you necessarily fell asleep. I don't know, maybe. But I just know that you didn't have hardly anything at all. No, but
0: I'm talking like in between the contractions. Because I remember, what did you do? Because Hannah went downstairs and she slept on the couch for a bit, didn't she? Just for a couple of hours. Because like when you think about it, she arrived at 1 a.m., but we didn't leave for the hospital until 5.
1: Yeah. Well, she was with you for a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. 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 I remember you also trying to do the like scarf thing you know where you put the scarf around the tummy she got the tens machine as well and but the tens machine didn't really work for me no we
1: had yeah the sling scarf thing around the belly try and take the weight off of your yeah um, well off of your cervix yeah
0: i think in the end and it's funny because this is the position that I felt the most comfortable with at home and also at the hospital on my side. Yeah. Because I really had thought that I potentially would be more active in terms of moving around, being you know maybe standing or like whatever. I just felt so fucking weak, George. Yeah. Yes. Like no sleep, no food, no energy. And it's crazy. I didn't expect it to be like that at all. Anyway. Oh, also we had. We had a scent, didn't we? Lavender. Yeah. From hypno yeah. and I remember you spraying it, and it made me feel sick. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. You didn't like that at all. I
0: couldn't smell anything. <laughs> and
1: then you got to try and get rid of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucked it there.
0: Um, Did Magnus come up as well at one point when I was in the tub? Probably. The I feel best, like yeah. I remember that. That's sweet. Yeah, I feel like we have a photo of that actually. And, yeah, we filmed and recorded our whole birth, basically. Yeah. I'm really glad we did that. We have some amazing footage and photos and stuff. Five o'clock came. Hannah checked me Yeah. to see how far I was. I remember her checking me towards the beginning, and she was like, oh, not yet. I was like, oh, <laughs> no. You know, in my head I thought, surely, like, it's yeah. going to happen soon. She checked, yeah, I think 5 a.m., and I was between four and five centimetres dilated and she was like okay let's go to hospital and then she met us there
1: yeah but that we... was for for me I mean
0: oh, yeah you tell me sorry I feel like I'm just talking well, was, you go
1: to be fair I was really relieved that we went to hospital when we did go to hospital because for like the nine months leading up to the birth so many scenarios in my head thinking about Christ I've got to drive Magalie to the hospital when she's like in labour effectively mm. like just all of these scenarios, like what if there's road work, what if there's traffic, what if we yeah. get stuck? I know she's just want, want me to like drive past all the traffic that, yeah. you know, i like to be a Christian motorist. Give way. <laughs>
0: I'm not, I'm not <laughs> so know. much. Let alone I'm in labour.
1: So, so many scenarios in my head. Yeah, it came around Tuesday, five in the morning, absolutely no traffic. What a dream just sailed down nice and calmly yeah, didn't want to I drive don't... like an idiot just got down there very relieving for me uh, I was very happy
0: I don't remember what I was like in the car I don't know if you have a point of view I remember walking to the car and having a contraction and having to lean against like the out- a wall the outside wall of a random house mm-hmm. and just breathing yeah. and pausing there because I couldn't move
1: No in the car you didn't you didn't feel the greatest but you were so tired um, I kept telling you just close your eyes and just breathe Mm. um I think
0: that's what I did yeah
1: you did for most of the journey down it's probably why you don't remember it because you don't really you didn't see anything you just had your eyes closed yeah just just trying to
0: breathe I remember counting my breaths. Uh it was like five or six breaths per contraction and all I needed to do was count to five or six uh-huh. and then it would be done and then i would you know have a little bit of respite yeah. um until the next one i remember counting them so we get to the hospital we had a pool in our room the water wasn't ready I remember feeling so comfortable on the toilet.
1: Yeah, you were in the toilet. As in
0: like sitting on the toilet. I think it's because my body was being held obviously by the toilet seat, but there was no pressure around where baby's coming, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so there's nothing like pushing up. Yeah, exactly. Like a normal chair. Yeah, yeah. I think, were you sick in the hospital? I don't remember. I think you
0: might have been, or you were nearly sick. I remember you being in the toilet for a little while. I was so weak. I honestly, I've never felt so weak in my life. And bearing in mind, Isla didn't end up like coming into the world until Mm 1pm. Oh my gosh, I felt so weak. I remember you and Hannah saying to me, you should eat something, have a snack, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, we had some sweets that we gave you. (sighs) I couldn't. Do you remember
0: what they were? Fruit pastels. Fruit pastels. Well, because they're the only sweets I can eat. Yeah. Um but I remember I couldn't eat them. The thing that saved me was the electrolytes? Yes, Lucasaid.
1: Yes, yeah, that was very good. Sugary electrolytes.
0: Yeah,
1: hydrating.
0: I thought it was just a Hannah thing, but apparently it's a NHS thing yeah. because it's so good. Because you can, you're so dehydrated when you give birth.
1: Well, the hospital have they buy in Lucasaid, especially the midwifery unit for that purpose. It's an actual. Yeah. It is a given thing on the ward. It's cool. Yeah.
0: It, it was great. The pool, I was surprisingly not that keen on.
1: No. Beforehand, in the ideal scenario that you give yourself, you wanted a pool berth. Yeah. A water berth. Um, when we got there, you were on the bed in the toilet, standing around whilst the pool was filling up. Um, but when you got into the pool, that didn't really work very well no, at all.
0: No, I struggled a little bit. I think because <laughs> I've said that. I think I've said this before on the podcast, actually. I thought I would float. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't. And my body felt so weak. In the pool, actually, it felt like I had to hold myself up more than anywhere else. Yeah. On the toilet, I could be, I was sat down, I could have my arms on my knees, and you know, my hands in my hand, Um, my head in my hand, sorry, and not really have to hold myself very much. On the bed... Well, I don't have to hold myself. You know, even walking around, sometimes I'd be like my feet uh, on the ground and I'd lean over the tub. Even that felt more comfortable yeah but in water you can't let go of your body because you drown at one point you were holding me as well
1: yeah well, it was very difficult trying to hold you up from outside of the pool but the in pool, hindsight you
0: should have got in with me
1: I think we, we discussed this but then it was like well we didn't think you were going to be in there for yeah. that long anyway so it was I like pointless it. sort of diving in to then just jump straight back out again yeah. but I think the angle of the pool as well didn't really work great for you because you were trying to have like your bum in a position like on the side of the pool but you kept sliding down yeah and then you had your arms outreached on the pool trying to like pull your lift your body up and being so weak you just didn't have the strength to do it but
0: it was so We um,
1: FaceTimed your mum in the in the pool because you needed a bit of um, emotional support.
0: And I remember actually that that was when light was starting to come. or oh, light had come outside. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you were... The sun
0: had risen. You were so
1: emotionally drained and so, like, upset and...
0: I just um, felt like I couldn't do it anymore. I remember looking at Hannah and being like, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I need something. Yeah. I need something because... I just can't do this anymore. And her saying it's fine, you can have something, but there's this, oh, there's this demon with women that if you have the epidural, and it's wrong, it's wrong. I believe that that thought is wrong, but at the same time, I can't help how we. I think, you know, yeah. how I feel. And I remember I really didn't want the epidural. And she was like, Oh, don't worry. There's something that we can do before. I can't remember what it was.
1: Epidural is like level three, going back to the sort of, you know.
0: We were talking, that was induction. This is pain relief. No, I know,
1: but also pain relief as well. You've got gas and air. Then there was the other thing.
0: And then you've got an epidural yeah. as well. I can't remember what the middle one is. I had gas and air. Yeah. To be fair. At the beginning, I didn't like it. I felt lightheaded. Yeah. And then I was fucking sucking on that thing like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> Couldn't get it off of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I called my mum. Bless her. She was really emotional that I had called her. Yeah.
1: She's... But she was fantastic. She really sort of perked you up. You were sobbing. I remember when she picked up and you... I mean, I'm not going to reenact it now, but I remember exactly what you said and how you sort of cried when you saw your mum. That was... Um, wow, that
0: was I don't cool. remember what I said.
1: Not, I can't really do it, but you were just like... <laughs>
0: Like. <laughs> yeah sometimes you just need your mum in the end I think at one point I literally just got out of the pool yeah. So to finish, my mum was just like, "Makley, you can do it. Remember your breathing." She was really encouraging, and yeah, I'm so glad I called her, and she shared with me afterwards actually that she was so touched at that I had called her and made her part of the experience almost. But in the end, I think I just at one point I had enough. I was like, "I just need to get out."
1: Yeah, we spoke and we were just like, "What's the point in yeah. in being here? Like, we can't but, force it." Yeah, there's I no think point. I was.
0: We were trying. I by we me because I'm the one doing it. In my head, I was like, "Waterbirth." It's like it's also put on a pedestal. Sometimes I feel waterbirth yeah, is the yeah. most amazing yeah. thing, and it's like you know what? For me, it really wasn't. No, I didn't enjoy it. No,
1: you're trying to force an ideal, like a like a, the idea, yeah,
0: rather than the reality.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I got on the bed. Yeah. I was on all fours, I remember. Oh, we had music. I the music was amazing. Yep. I remember there's a few songs, if I hear them now, they really bring me back. Yeah. Um I can almost smell the room.
1: Uh-huh. As
0: weird as that is.
1: Well, when we went in we had some spray that we sprayed around the room. Yeah. To try and <laughs> you know make it sort of homely as such yeah. or like so a familiar scent was, yeah. was a key thing similar to the lavender um uh in the bedroom earlier on in the, in the evening but a couple of light sprays and i think that worked and we also set up a camera when we went in as well to film as much of the birth as possible <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is um,
1: great to look back on
0: yeah it is great I think part of me, the bed is where I felt most comfortable. I wasn't on my back, I was on my side in the end. Mm -hmm. We tried all fours, different things. I think part of me, it's annoying because I'm all about like active birth, blah, blah, blah. The fact that I gave birth on a bed, sometimes I feel a bit, I'm embarrassed.
1: No, don't be silly. But
0: do you know what I mean? But anyway, I was so glad to find that position on my side with like my knee up i remember i was holding my knee
1: yeah we had some pillows that we put underneath as well to try and like support your legs up and, yeah, and make yeah, it comfortable yeah. so that you could just effectively just lay there
0: and you were holding my hand I Had
1: your hand yeah
0: gas air i remember <laughs> shouting at you for water and you were angling the straw in the wrong direction i was like no
1: yeah yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, this is where this is where, you know, I I come in handy, really, because I was sitting next to you on what I'd like to say was probably the most uncomfortable chair or position
0: <laughs> either the bean in, but it
1: was the only one that would work. I had one hand being clamped tightly by Magali's hand whilst that was happening. Also, uh, I had requests uh, lovingly passed to me (laughs) or should i say bark that (laughs) no but water fan gas and air (laughs) sweet More water, change the straw, Luca's aid. Oh my
0: gosh, yeah.
1: But no, I make it sound bad. You are just obviously, you know, you're going through a really, like,
0: there was no beating around big the bush. Time.
1: No, no beating around <laughs> the bush. And I'm just there to support you. So anything you want, I'll give it to you. Bless you.
0: How did you feel when things were really starting to ramp up?
1: Um, yeah, I felt like the biggest thing for me was just you being so weak. We spoke about this quite a lot, um, and if you remember it, but between like me, you, Hannah, and and Abby, who was uh, the Assistant uh, midwife, yeah, second midwife there. Um, it was just so weak, and it, you just really needed to get something in you, just to give you a little bit of um, bit of oomph, really, a bit of energy. Which because I very had difficult.
0: it, I like I had it in me in the capabilities, but I just couldn't.
1: No, you were just so weak, so weak. So that was sort of my main concern when things were ramping up. I don't know. I felt like you had it. You, you know, you, it's just natural. And I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to keep you as calm and as happy as you can be, and focusing less on the actual birth.
0: They. Did an episiotomy. Yeah. And then I tore past the episiotomy in the end. Isla's arm was like.
1: Coming up over her yeah. head or to the side of her head. Yeah. So she was sort of like extra.
0: Large, wide. Yeah, wide, sort of, yeah. And then finally she came out. And then. <laughs> <laughs> go on. <laughs>
1: After what felt like an age She was so long She was so long And she To me She just Like the head was out It's like okay We've got the head out This is great Like another push Magalie Come on Here we go And then I don't know You see it on casualty Or, <laughs> or something like that And pop They're out Yeah But Ida just kept
0: coming it like is. she like, felt like She kept coming She was coming. being
1: reeled out It's yeah. <laughs> just so long It's <laughs> like More body More body More body More legs and More legs More legs
0: my, my umbilical cord Was so short I remember yeah. when they put her on me for skin to skin. I, I felt like I was pulling on my own body.
1: Yeah, pulling you. Yeah, go on. Not, like <laughs> pulling your insides out of you, yeah, yeah. sort of thing. To yeah, but it was really short.
0: How was the cutting of the umbilical cord?
1: Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the sort of they clamp it to um, sort of you know sort of kill it as such or, yeah, or take yeah. take the blood flow out or such um and then yeah you get given the scissors and they say cut there and, and that's quite like a is
0: it spongy that's what I've heard uh
1: I don't recall to be honest with you I just recall like doing it I don't recall the feel yeah. just uh, it was quite a moment like momentous occasion it was um also like a token thing to do which is great I love that it's, it's a nice opportunity to do it if you get the opportunity to I would uh I would recommend
0: it. I'm so glad we have a video of Isla, well, one being born, but also being put on my tummy. And I'm so glad that we have that video because I feel like otherwise, I don't know if I would really remember it, but I feel like I can almost smell it when I look at that video and feel it. Uh Do you remember, how did you feel when you first saw Isla and maybe on me or like?
1: Yeah, static. It was like just like, beaming with joy. I felt so happy, you know. She's out. She's crying. She she looks good. Like, her skin's fine. And um, when she was put on you, we've got a couple of photos as well of, of that moment. And, yeah. Uh, like, they're sort of ones that you really cherish. Yeah. Like, I cherish it in my, in my mind as well. That was great.
0: And then...
1: And then shit hits the fan.
0: Oh, I went a bit downhill. Yeah. (laughs) Had I birthed the placenta already? Yeah, I think I had. Because originally I was like, oh, (laughs) I'll birth the placenta naturally. That can take up to an hour. I was like, fuck that shit. Hannah, give me the injection. So they did. Birth the placenta, which apparently was huge. Yeah. And then... Well, blood just kept coming out.
1: It, yeah, and it, it didn't stop. Just loads of it. Like, did
0: I still have eye on me by that point?
1: You did, yeah. And then they were, like the midwives were getting loads of them, like tissue rolling out that to try and like soak it up. And then it kept coming and coming and coming. Could you see it? Um, I saw bits of it, yeah. yeah, but I was mainly up with you and Isla, and yeah. and just being like with you. Um, at this point, you had no idea what was going on. No, you didn't feel anything. No, I guess your body's high and on adrenaline and
0: pain. <laughs> and
1: pain as well and just emotion so yeah it was just endless streams of blood or what seemed like endless streams of blood sort of coming out of you Um,
0: i remember hannah's face starting to not panic a little bit but she turned to abby and she was like i can't stop it (laughs)
1: yeah well she's gone from happy smiling oh great birth to she's also emotional
0: it's her niece
1: yeah you see her face sort of like drop Mm -hmm. and you know like things are getting serious um, And then between them, they made the call to hit the red buzzer, the emergency buzzer. Yeah. And my God.
0: A million people.
1: Phenomenal. One of the most, the, the second most incredible scene I'd seen that day. obviously uh, after the birth of Isla literally out of nowhere
0: such a well-oiled machine
1: 10 12 nurses and doctors stormed in the place yeah everyone had their role everyone knew exactly what they were doing they came within seconds and I'm not even exaggerating it was incredible
0: Hannah had said to us don't panic I'm gonna press the emergency button it's going to feel like so many people are coming in, but everyone's got a job. Yeah. So don't worry. And they did. And they did. Wow. <laughs> when did you look down at me? Because I remember looking up at you at one point and you were crying and I was just...
1: Yeah, well, that's when... It just
0: felt a bit fuzzy.
1: When the emergency buzzer was pressed and I saw everyone come in, that hit me like a sack of potatoes. Um, I bet. And I was like, oh my God, we're actually in potentially some serious trouble here. Um and uh and it's all just happening so fast. I'm just there on the like on the chair next to Magali and then they they um they had to pass Isla to me because it you know, Isla couldn't be on you anymore. They needed to like work on you as such.
0: She pooed all over and, you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I there was a, a towel that she was sort of wrapped in, but she was passed me so quickly I I've got no idea how to hold yeah. a baby or do anything like she's just sort of like chucked on me it's like yeah it's great it's my daughter but I've got no idea what I'm doing and uh, yeah, just endless streams of shit that came out all over my arm all over my leg all over my t-shirt
0: whilst I'm bleeding out whilst
1: Maggie's bleeding out and it, I was like <laughs> tears are streaming down my face maggie has got no clue what's going
0: on <laughs> I was out of it. So just to confirm for anyone that maybe is unsure, a hemorrhage is basically losing blood and my uterus had stopped contracting and the uterus is meant to continue contracting and mine had stopped and... I remember a doctor was pushing down on my tummy to help the contractions of the uterus. Yeah. I remember that being painful. Yeah. And I remember asking him to stop.
1: Yeah. Almost like, you know, when you see someone trying to resuscitate someone and they're uh, pushing down on the chest, he was doing similar to your, <sighs> you, but through your your belly so
0: And I've just given birth. Yeah. And oh that was I mean yeah. on par with contractions. <laughs> I remember you
1: begging him to stop and him saying, I can't, I'm really sorry. And you just said, just give me five seconds. is all I need. Just, you know, a bit of relief and then you can continue. And and bless him, he did.
0: Yeah. Um but it, it was dangerous it's for very dangerous like yeah. for me, for him to stop. Yeah. But I was I was in so much pain. I just needed a little bit of respite yeah. just to <sighs> Okay, go. Uh-huh. Because, oh, wow, I remember yeah. that being so painful. Do you think that was more painful than giving birth?
1: Or is it a little too not comparable, or do you not recall?
0: I wanna say yes, but I think it's different. Birth, I know this is gonna sound weird. I think they're on par in terms of pain, but their doctor pushing on my uterus was more uncomfortable. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, makes sense. I'm not suggesting birth is comfortable. But it was like annoying discomfort. You know when someone presses or rubs a spot, the same spot for so long, mm-hmm. and it starts to be painful. It starts to get sore. It starts to be painful. Imagine someone doing that on a wound. Yeah. Like...
1: An internal wound. Yeah, that's not nice, is it? No, fair enough. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. I think I lost a litre of blood, just under a litre, because I think over a litre is when you need a blood transfusion. And to be fair, I didn't need a blood transfusion. No um and then i was on the table whilst they were stitching me up that felt long
1: yeah i think where you'd had a tear past like your episiotomy um
0: sorry to interrupt you how did it stop by the way the the hemorrhage what happened
1: uh yeah well they gave you an injection i'm pretty sure
0: oh yes
1: um he was also he had one hand on your like belly pushing down he had another hand you know feeling inside i think to to feel um like the tear or, yeah. or something and then after a certain amount of time like your body just naturally heals itself doesn't it i guess yeah. and slowed up the, the bleeding but um yeah all of a sudden just as fast as they came in
0: yeah they just laughed they
1: were pissed off yeah. <laughs> i'm like hold on like <laughs> right. is she all right <laughs>
0: Did they weigh Isla after all of that? No. Yes. After that, they yeah, did yeah, all yeah. of the weighing. I yeah. remember that putting Isla. So over. I still
1: had Isla in my in my arms then. Yeah, the the, the doctors went, and I had Isla for quite a while, uh, and then you were. Taken off of that bed, which obviously you know was full of um stained sheets yeah. onto a, onto another bed that they wheeled in.
0: I remember that being so hard.
1: And getting up and moving oh. to go. Yeah, that took a little while. Yeah. Remember, oh, I'm not surprised really. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Hannah being like madly you need to and I was like, Why can't you just do it here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: Trust me, girl. <laughs> to
0: this day, I still don't understand why they couldn't. I think it had something to do with the height of the other bed, yeah. Well and it was this more was like a, a low bed.
1: Yeah, and it's more like slouch, it was like a hard black yeah. like mattress, it was like a comfortable, um, birthing bed, yeah. And it was full of blood. There was so much, uh, like tissue paper and what and you sheets. call that?
0: Like, yeah, the sheets of can't be called tissue paper, they're hot, they're not getting toilet roll.
1: <laughs> yeah. There was like blue roll sort of thing.
0: Oh, you're right, there was blue roll because it was so much they ran out of like the towels, yeah.
1: You just like getting blue roll off the reel, and yeah, it's only soaking up blood, they, they dispose of it, so. yeah. I
0: guess, yeah. The getting onto the surgical bed so to speak for lack of a better word that was
1: yeah more of a typical hospital bed yeah yeah um
0: and then it felt like I was on there for hours whilst they'd stitched me up Uh,
1: yeah he was on there for a little while
0: yeah (laughs) I was so swollen Hannah was struggling to yeah see not struggling to see to match up (laughs) (laughs) basically (laughs) Just really swollen. I just had one big labia Yeah. <laughs> um, from the trauma. Yeah, yeah. And it took a while because they needed the swelling to calm down a little bit and then yeah. stitch a tiny bit more, calm down, stitch a bit more, calm down, stitch a bit more. Everyone talks about the post-birth toast. Have you heard about it? Yes. I didn't enjoy mine. I think I still felt so unwell. Yeah. You, I was, <laughs> you know when you go past hungry and you just feel sick? Yeah. I was like that times a million. Well, you were not in a good place
1: really for the whole ordeal.
0: Yeah, I remember it as a positive experience.
1: Well, it was positive in terms of we, you know, you birthed Isla very well. I know, but... uh, Just your, when I say you wasn't in a good place, you weren't in a good place strength and energy
0: wise. Yeah, mentally I was actually. Yeah. And that makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, Mentally I was. I'd done loads of meditation, loads of breathing, prep, etc. And I think that is genuinely what, yeah, what made my birth okay Mm -hmm. you know and the birth that I will cherish forever um yeah the toast gutted I really wanted the post-birth toast euphoria that everyone spoke about Uh uh-huh I think I had yours in the end I couldn't eat no I couldn't eat anything I don't think I ate anything until no I started to get a bit peckish in the evening didn't I I think I had a couple digestive biscuits that we'd brought as snacks because I stayed overnight yes and I think I had a couple digestive biscuits not a lot though No, not a lot. But that was it. Just those two digestives, I think, and then not much else. Oh, I remember in the morning, I had sugary cornflakes.
1: Yes. They were delicious. (laughs) I remember you telling me all about them. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs)
1: That's the best thing since sliced (laughs) bread.
0: I've never tasted anything better in my life. Because I woke up, I actually had a pretty decent night's sleep. Something I'm really pissed off about is that at one point, both Isla and I, are asleep and someone comes in and says you need to feed the baby. I'm like she's sleeping. Surely she's fine. And I know that they say that baby needs to sleep. Uh, needs to feed. Sorry, every whatever it is. But Island never did. As soon as we took her home,
1: no. Like it's one of those things. Like you've got science or whatever, but then you've also got nature. Like I would assume, and this might be where we're wrong that. If a baby's hungry it's going to it's going to cry. I but agree. If it's asleep and it, and then it gets hungry, it'll wake up and it'll cry and that's the time to feed it. Not necessarily oh you need to feed it every x amount of hours.
0: I felt so frustrated that that nurse or midwife or whatever came in, woke me up and then she honestly, she barged the door open, turned the light on and was like, it's feeding time. And I said, she's asleep. And then Isla started crying. She was like, no, she's not. Look, she's awake. She knows. And I'm like, you've just barged in and turned the light on. Of course she's awake now.
1: <laughs> to be fair, I think it's on their side, it's, a safe, it's like a, I know, a safety thing. I know, you know, I know, There's probably been a time over the past, yeah. you know, X amount of years where someone has been in such a deep sleep, the baby didn't cry. I understand.
0: I she also, I remember she was like, because I was breastfeeding, Mm -hmm. wasn't I, at the beginning or first like couple days or whatever. And but I struggled well for a myriad of different reasons, but one of them being she her first feed was on a bottle because obviously I wasn't in a position to feed her. Yeah, and it's so different in terms of how it stays in the tummy and a baby can get really quickly used to it and then there's other reasons like we've had difficulties in my family and quite frankly I wasn't that fast no I probably could have persevered but I wasn't that fast and so yeah whatever you don't
1: need to nowadays
0: no I mean
1: And you have like, you have the help from me as well, you know, being formula fed. This is a whole nother story.
0: Agreed. Maybe we can talk about this another time. I think for me, the main positive of breastfeeding, rightly or wrongly, is money. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Formula ain't cheap.
0: No. There's so many more amazing positives. I'm not trying to say that that's the amazing positive. From my point of view, I wasn't that fast, but it is cheaper. Yeah. Um, and also, it's nice. It is nice. I really did enjoy it when I was doing it. The but connection. Yeah, the connection. And just, it felt so earthly. Yeah. You know? So real, yeah. Oh, which I loved, but... Anyway, needless to say, so overnight I was breastfeeding and the midwife, I'm I'm obviously knackered. Yeah. So tired. And the nurse midwife, she was like, Oh, when you finish, just put her back in the bed. I'm not gonna lie, I broke protocol, I left her in the bed with me. You're not meant to. No. But what are you meant to do? Put toothpicks in your eyes. <laughs> I'm I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm gone. We did like to confirm before I get like hate, I feel. I'm worried about it now. I didn't actually sleep, but I'd doze. Yeah. And I'd feel her. And do you know what? Yeah, maybe I could have fallen asleep and not realised, granted. But
1: I couldn't. You do what you feel is right in that I situation. I literally
0: couldn't. I was sad you had to go home. That felt weird. How yeah. did it feel for you going home without me and Isla? Uh,
1: really strange. When they said that I couldn't stay, I was gutted. Um, you know, I wanted to be there because I thought like the first night would be so hard knowing how tired you were and weak you were. I I thought you know at least I'm there as a bit of moral support and I can fetch you something if if you need you know I can go out and grab something um
0: I will say just on that it's crazy what hormones do to your body though because as much as like you say I was weak and exhausted yeah I was also like just enthralled and alive yeah you know
1: yeah yeah no (laughs) that's good but for me it leaving just I drove home and it was all going on in my head and then I walked in the door the dog was there and it was like nothing had happened
0: oh yeah
1: you know I just had this crazy crazy day yeah (laughs) quite frankly I walk in the door and it's literally like nothing's happened it's like hi puppy and just okay so what do I do now and I was like I just felt lost
0: Oh, wow. You yeah. weren't
1: here. I didn't know what to do. Like, I just felt like, do I need to go out and, and get things? Or, like, I need to eat myself? Do I just go to bed? Like, do I text? Like, I felt a bit lost. So I, th- I just had, uh, I had a little bit of dinner. Walked a dog and had an early night ready for the next day.
0: Yeah, to be fair, you left at like eight, nine. Yeah, I
1: did leave quite late. Yeah, yeah. quite yeah. late. I left literally as late as I could. They were sort of yeah. kicking me out.
0: I can't remember what time it was or what the policy is, but I remember.
1: Well, I think I left later than what policy states by a half hour or so. Yeah, something
0: like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then my first night, me and Isla you know what? It was all right. But I don't know if that's me in hindsight because it's, Things in hindsight always seem better.
1: No, I think it was actually all right because oh, I recall uh, talking to you the next morning um, before like I'd seen you like via um, on the phone and you were saying, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. And, and I'd like, I don't know what I'd expected, but you, you're like, oh no, Like I really hope she's had a good night or you just haven't got a clue what's going to mm-hmm. happen over, like, overnight. Um, and when you said, yeah, I had a really good night, I was like, oh, you're like, yeah, not really. A lot happened. She slept for loads. <laughs> and I was like... Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Boring. boring. (laughs) This baby thing's easy. So that was, that was that. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just get um, I'll get some bits ready and I'll head on down. And you are yeah. like, yeah, okay, see so you in a bit. Yeah. And you were chipper. Like.
0: I felt chipper, you know. I yeah. really, really did. Um, A couple of things before we finish that I want to touch on. We went to the pub on the way home. That yeah. was nice. A nice
1: little, um, not a ritual, but a nice little um,
0: Just moment. celebration, yeah. yeah. There's two things that I want to say, which... I'll just do in the features right now, and if there's anything else you want to say, you can say it in a second. Mum confessions. (laughs) Confession number one. (laughs) I've already told you this. Isla was breastfeeding, and at lunch they brought me my chickpea curry. (laughs) I dropped curry all over her head. (laughs) <laughs> not even a day old and she's curry head mum confession number two i don't know if this is a mom confession really actually but i didn't realize mom guilt could come so quickly i had heard about it and obviously it's something that i live with every fucking day now but when the nurse came to tell me that you were waiting downstairs and ready to come pick us up i was getting my stuff together And Isla was in the bed in her little like cot thing and she started crying. So I picked her up, but it's so difficult getting things done with a baby, let alone a baby you've literally only been holding for not even 24 hours and you're unsure. I decided to put her down, let her cry a little bit. How else was I meant to get myself packed up? I needed to change my pad because I'm still, you know, bleeding, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And a nurse comes in, um, opens the door to my room, says, Are "You okay?" And I said, "Oh yeah, I'm just packing." You know, she's crying, blah blah. blah. Picks up Isla, says, "There, there, there, there." Oh, see, she just needed a cuddle, I think. Mm. Oh
1: like you haven't tried.
0: Like I haven't tried and like I'm enjoying her crying and like I wouldn't prefer to sit with my daughter cuddling her, but you're kicking me out. Yeah. My partner's waiting downstairs. Well,
1: I wasn't allowed to come up and just pack up all of your bits. Help me. Yeah, which didn't make any sense. I mean,
0: well, it was during COVID. We haven't said this, to be fair. It was, well, it wasn't during COVID, but there was still COVID was still coming uh, out. Was, yeah, a, a few restrictions. Yeah. That's the thing, which is why you weren't allowed to stay overnight. You weren't allowed to um come up to help me unpack. I mean, we still got really lucky. I'm not trying to suggest, you know, there's people that unfortunately literally had to give birth without their partners. Can you imagine? Mm. But, yeah, I just felt, when that nurse said that to me, I felt really frustrated. Yeah,
1: well, they come in at the sort of perfectly inconvenient time. So chances are, you know, they might not have heard the baby cry or, you know, you would have been done within 10 seconds yeah. and you could have been back. But, hey.
0: And also, like, bless this nurse, I'm grateful because Isla wasn't crying and I was able to pack, but oh I just it made me feel like already I wasn't adequate enough as a parent I'm already not doing what I need to do for my child you know that was really hard yeah that was really really hard I felt really good you know leaving the hospital yeah you'd had a good night yeah I had had a good night I felt good felt ready to go home and start this new life
1: I think when we got home um Again, it was like, well, what do we do now? Yeah, (laughs) she was asleep
0: most of the time. It's crazy because at the time we obviously were so busy.
1: Well, yeah, you expect to be like absolutely rushed off your feet, no idea what you're doing, and then we just sat and like, right, (laughs) is this it? But,
0: but I think physically, but I think mentally you're much more busy that's what I mean that's what I meant when I said like we were still busy because you're like yeah what do we do but also you're like oh my god there's you know we need to feed her we need to change her we need to xyz she's this is happening is this normal you contact people we've had the baby we speak to we organise for people to come over and visit her that is one thing that I would change I've spoken about that before I think we had people a bit too early Mm -hmm. but it's so hard because at the same time you want to sit in your bubble but also you want to be like look at what i just fucking made oh
1: yeah (laughs) absolutely
0: and you you just can't wait to tell everyone the story because well you're proud
1: you're (gasps) proud i'm
0: proud proud of you proud of i thank you you know i think my birth story is just our birth story it's so precious to me Mm -hmm. it's so precious and yeah, yeah yeah um any top tip tuesdays for Birthing partners, George.
1: Um, Top tip Tuesday. Ensure all of the things in your birthing bag are packed and ready to go way before your partner goes into labour. Yeah. And also ensure that the baby, when birthed, is fully wrapped.
0: (laughs) So you don't get shit on.
1: So you don't get shit on. Needless to say, it's a story.
0: Yeah. I really recommend the water bottles with straws.
1: Yeah, like the built-in straws.
0: For the woman giving birth because
1: no one wants cups
0: no god don't
1: bring a cup no glass or something
0: a straw was so good because even a bottle that you have to like tilt your head back you don't want to move you no. don't want to sit up if you're laying down you don't want to have to sit up Barbara blah, blah. a straw you can just yeah that's what we had yeah and that was amazing
1: and a fan little handheld fan boy it was <laughs> I was a big fan that night
0: ha 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 did I use that much? God, yeah. Did I? I don't well, remember. Well, I was a
1: fan, Lucasaid, water, sweets. Uh, sweets were mainly
0: for you. Come on, admit it. You had more sweets than I did.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, My top tip, so the water bottle, but also, if you're a woman who's pregnant, and you're giving birth, well, you will be giving birth. (laughs) I'm so sorry to tell you that unfortunately, you do need to give birth. Work on your breathing, whether it's through yoga, meditation, swimming is really good. I find it helps regulate your breathing pattern. Yeah, that is my top tip, work on your breathing because I think that saved me. And dare I I shamelessly plug my pregnancy yoga course? Yeah. (laughs) Guys, I have a pregnancy yoga course. (laughs) 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 Um, When I was pregnant, I qualified as a pre- and postnatal yoga teacher. I was experiencing things physically mentally emotionally and so I decided to do a pregnancy yoga course and it includes birth prep and breathing techniques and some anatomical knowledge about the body so if you're interested you can find it on maglieswift.com
1: it's so good I went through it and I lost six pounds in four uh, weeks fuck
0: off <laughs> <laughs> that's <it. laughs> <laughs> I don't promote weight loss. Get out. Um, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Our baby girl is here. Healthy. Yeah, I feel like I could talk about the first few months forever. It really is precious. But when you're in it, it's so... Like, you have so much time, but no time. Like, you're not physically doing anything. I remember being on the couch for 99% of it. Well, yeah. <laughs> just chilling. But also, you're not just chilling.
1: And where does that time go? Time goes so fast. <sighs> Top tip Tuesday. Stop time. No, just every moment counts.
0: Thank you, George. <laughs> <GT>. My pleasure. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Shout out to Isla turning two on Thursday. I love you, baby girl. We love you, baby girl. Two years old, George. Crazy, hey? Yeah.
1: High five.
0: (laughs) I will speak to you guys next week. Lots of love. Thanks for having me. Ciao. Bye-bye.